Well, we are going to do something a little bit different this morning. <coughs> Mark was supposed to preach. He is homesick. So that's fine because I think this is going to be great. We're going to take some time and we're going to do a Lectio Divina on the passage of scripture for this morning, um, which for those of you who are not familiar is simply a guided meditation on the passage. Um, so you all should have just gotten a, pas- a piece of paper and a pen. So, so often we read scripture, especially in the tradition that we are a part of in the Christian Reformed Church, um, with an eye for information. I want to learn um, as much as I can. Lectio Divina is a practice of reading scripture in which we go to the passage desiring to be transformed. So rather than reading for information, we're reading with the hope that we are going to be transformed, that we're going to be somehow changed by what we are reading. And so it's a different posture that we're coming to the scripture with, right? The expectation in Lectio Divina is that God is actively speaking through these words to us today, that God has something that he wants to say to Adam, to Elise, to Joey, to Sarah, to Peter. He has a word for you this morning. And yet so often we, um, the world is so loud that we don't put ourselves in a posture to hear. And that's something that I think I've talked about frequently in my preaching. It's definitely a reality that we live in. We go about our days with podcasts playing and with the radio playing, and Facebook is feeding you articles that you're reading and churning about. Uh, You're a parent. You have children that are constantly needing your attention. Life is loud. And so then we are surprised somehow that we can't hear the voice of the Lord. Well, I am firmly convinced that the Lord is always speaking, that he did not speak 2,000 years ago, write it down, and then move on to some other planet. God is actively speaking, but he does not speak loudly. He expects and calls his followers to listen. And those practices that help us to listen and to hear the Lord are not practices that our culture uh, encourages at all. And I think historically that our, the Protestant church has not encouraged and has not trained and taught us in. And those are practices that call us to a place of silence and solitude and slowing down. So this morning we are going to dive into Lectio Divina, which is a practice of reading scripture where we do those things. We're quiet and we listen and we listen with the question, God, what do you have for me today in this passage. So the pen and the paper are there for you if you need to doodle. Feel free to doodle. I did this with the Sunday school class before service. My request is though, if you're going to doodle, may your doodling be related to what you were hearing. All right? We are not taking notes here, right? You're not going to be graded on what you've written. There's not going to be a test. So use the paper to write down things that come to you, all right? How do you know if it's the voice of the Lord? Well, if something pops into your mind, something stands out to you as we're reflecting on this passage, jot it down. And then have a conversation with God about it. Lord, is this my fried egg from breakfast talking, or is this you? And ask the Lord to help clarify that for you. But 
I think when we put ourselves in a posture of desiring to hear, God shows up. So I'm going to pray for us, and then I'm going to read this passage over a number of times, and I'll guide us through the time and give you some pointers for what to be thinking about as you listen. So just relax. Lord, we ask that you would speak to us this morning. That as we hear these words from the prophet Isaiah written thousands of years ago, that you would bring them alive for us today. What is it that we need to hear today? Why is this the passage that you chose? You know the unique situations of each one of our lives. And so, Lord, we ask that your spirit would enliven this passage and that for each person in this room, as these words are spoken over them, their mind would just lock on to the truth that is for them this morning. And then, Lord, we ask that you would bear fruit in our lives as these words of Scripture sink down into our hearts. Amen. So often in Lectio Divina, it can be helpful to close your eyes. So feel free to close your eyes if you would like. If I hear you snoring, I just might come and shake you. So take a moment to just get comfortable in your seat. Allow the inner chaos to settle. And just take a moment to come fully into the present. If you're like me, you're coming with a whole host of things on your mind. And so just try to set those kind of to the side. Ask the Lord to hold them just for a few moments so that you can be present here. And now, quietly, take a moment to express your desire to hear from God. You might use the, come Lord Jesus, come. Here I am. But put words to your desire now. So as I read this passage the first time, Listen for a word or a phrase that strikes you, that somehow stands out from the rest, that maybe causes a stronger reaction in you. And it's all right to stay focused on that image, that phrase. Begin to reflect on that and to ask God to speak to you. What is it that God wants for you that has drawn you to that particular passage? Isaiah 11, beginning in verse 1. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes, or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips he will slay the wicked. 
Righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness the sash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf and the lion and the yearling together and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear. Their young will lie down together and the lion will eat straw like the ox. Infants will play near the hole of the cobra. Young children will put their hands into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the peoples. The nations will rally to him and his resting place will be glorious. What stood out to you in that reading? Was there an image, an idea, a depiction of this shoot? Take a moment now to kind of sit with that. As I read the passage a second time, reflect on the way that your life is touched by the word or the image that God has given to you. Feel free to stay present with that same image if that feels like what you're drawn to. And be asking yourself, what in my life needed to hear this word today? Where am I in this text? What do I experience as I, as I allow myself to be present with these words? A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips, he will slay the wicked. For righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness, the sash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion and the yearling together, and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear. Their young will lie down together and the lion will eat straw like the ox. Infants will play near the hole of the cobra. Young children will put their hands into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the people's. The nations will rally to him, and his resting place will be glorious. What in your life needed to hear this word today? a word of encouragement that you needed, a word of challenge, a word of correction, 
a word of hope. As we listened this last time to this description of the one who is to come, ask yourself if there is an invitation or a challenge that God is extending to you, that he is desiring you to respond to this morning. And then reflect on what your response is going to be. In this last time of reading it, feel free to be in conversation with the Lord about what you feel like he's brought to your attention. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and of understanding. The spirit of counsel and of might. The spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears of his ears. But with righteousness, he will judge the needy. With justice, he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips, he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness the sash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf and the lion and the yearling together. And the little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear, their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. Infants will play near the hole of the cobra. Young children will put their hands into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And that day the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the peoples, The nations will rally to him, and his resting place will be glorious. What have you heard God speaking to you through these words today? What is the particular word for you this morning? With that piece of paper, if you would like, you can... Write that down as a reminder for yourself. If it was a word of encouragement, redirection, hope, challenge. And now take just a a moment or two to respond to the Lord. Prayer should be a two-way conversation where the Lord speaks And we respond. And so take a moment now to dialogue with him about what you've heard here. Lord, we are grateful that you are present, that you are actively involved in our lives and in this world. We are so grateful that you are all of the things that this passage describes you as. That you are a spirit that possesses wisdom and understanding. That you are mighty. 
We are grateful that you are a God who brings peace and unity. And we thank you for this image of tranquility in this passage, of enemies brought together in peace and harmony. Lord, we pray that your spirit would continue drawing whatever it was that each of us as individuals heard, the truth that stood out to us. But as we go out from here, that you would continue drawing those truths back into our attention. And that our experience of Advent this week would be different as a result of your voice speaking a new truth to us. Thank you for this time of quiet, Lord. And we pray that you would help us to seek out these quiet moments where we can attempt to hear from you. In Jesus' name, amen.